scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between throwing it down as we break it down and we pick up uh, the pieces following a crazy, wild weekend across the board. Let's start in the National Football League. Russell Wilson throws another five touchdown passes. That's right, five. He's now got 14 through three games, which is a National Football League record after uh, three weeks as uh, Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks win another shootout. Another track meet, 38-31 over the the Dallas uh, Cowboys. A late uh, two-point conversion is the difference uh, in this uh, football game. A a backbreaker as far as the point spread uh, was uh, concerned as Wilson and the Hawks continue to light it up. He's not the only quarterback uh, lighting it up. Uh, Josh Allen completely destroys and obliterates the Los Angeles Rams, the much-vaunted and hyped uh, Los Angeles Rams uh, defense. He does it again. As uh, Allen throws uh, for four touchdown passes, he rushes uh, for another one. Uh, the Buffalo Bills uh, blew a massive lead as the Rams scored 29, 29 unanswered points, only to see the Buffalo Bills march down a field and score a late touchdown for a 35-32 victory. As we stated, it's an understatement to say it was a wild day. Um, you know what? But the more things change, the more they stay the same. The Atlanta Falcons blew another double-digit lead. As the Atlanta Falcons once again we're in control of a football game. The Chicago Bears make a quarterback at change. Trubisky's out. Uh, Foles is in. And it's another Atlanta Falcon uh, collapse. Uh, National Football League uh, not done uh, yet uh, this week. We've got a monster Monday night uh, matchup. We're going to be breaking it down. you got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. NBA Finals are now set. The Miami Heat um, get it done this evening in a weird basketball game that, you know, was just... One swing after another, man. There were more swings in a playground, all right, in this game. And it looked like Boston was pulling away late. Uh, with about six, seven minutes left, Boston were in control of the game. And then Miami just uh, caught fire. And now they get the Los Angeles Lakers and what turns out to be a pretty cool NBA Finals matchup. The Los Angeles Lakers, five-point favorites in game one. Total is 217.5. Pete Annapolis going to step up and in. We're going to break it down. Tony Finn on the radar this evening. The Stanley Cup, not done. We're playing hockey still as well. Major League Baseball, the brackets are set. Let's do this thing. Sports Rage Late Night Hockey Fun, bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. And you know what? It'll be nice having a little extra cash to bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet a hundred bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it. Sports race late night. I am Gabriel Morenzi. Let's do this thing. We've got a ton of stuff to get to uh, here this evening. I don't even know where to start, uh, but I guess we always start uh, with the National uh, Football League, even though the NBA Finals uh, are set. And we'll get into the NBA Finals as well. We'll get uh, crunch uh, the numbers. Uh, we've got all kinds of numbers uh, for you tonight. We've got some early numbers 
uh, for the Major League Baseball playoffs as well. The bracket is set. The matchups are set. We'll get you the times, the schedule, and uh, and everything. We told you we've been uh, we've been hyping up uh, the uh, the Major League Baseball playoffs as far as the schedule. Four games on Tuesday, eight games. Count them, eight games on Wednesday. It's insane. It's it's like over the top. Um, we've got another over the top Monday night football game uh, on tap. And if you know, sometimes sometimes some of these games with the high totals and the powerful offenses, they just seem too obvious, and you have to wonder, is it really always just going to go over the number? But uh, we have to say this year, yes. This year, yes. Uh, The tackling is porous. The offenses are lighting it up across the board in the National Football League. Uh, Last week, the overs were 11-5. This week, week, uh, we're 9-6 going into tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night's game. So nine, nine, nine and six going into uh, to Monday Night Football, and you know you've got Baltimore, you've got Kansas City. How does this not turn into a track meet in 2020? How does it not turn into a track meet? You know we 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 talked about this last week about the um, the just over the top scoring that's going on right now in the NFL, and all you need to know is like last year. The Baltimore Ravens had the most potent offense in the NFL, the number one ranked scoring offense in the NFL. They scored 31 points a game. Like 31 points a game this year doesn't even win you games. It doesn't, it doesn't even win you games. Like it's like we're watching the arena football league. <laughs> like it really is crazy. It's like arena football. You know, people wondered what kind of um people wondered what you know, what kind of impact uh, would the COVID uh, world have on the National Football League? Well, we're finding out. We're finding out. It's helping the offenses greatly. And it's not that all these defenses suddenly suck, but there's a lot of advantages that aren't there anymore. Let's just be real. You know, it's a hell of a lot easier for Aaron Rodgers to get the New Orleans Saints to jump off sides when it's quiet in the stadium. I mean, one guy jumped offside twice on the same freaking play. I mean, hell, I was getting confused. I was getting mad. And listen, I had money on the Green Bay Packers, and I'm getting mad. I'm like, just snap the damn ball, bro. Like, you know, I understand, like, how defensive players are biting on this stuff. It makes the quarterbacks' lives, like, a million times easier, this. It really does. Like, they can communicate with everybody. There's no silent counts. Uh, There's no crazy crowd. There, you know, the, there's no the, these atmosphere swings. The refs aren't as affected. Referees are affected by fans, man. They are. All right. The NBA officiating has been a million times better than it's ever been before without fans right now. It's not a coincidence. All right. Fans influence things, right? You know, if if a referee like misses a call and the fans go crazy, it's just human nature that he's gonna make the old makeup call, etc. But, you know, you think, come on, you think K.J. Costello was going into uh, to LSU? You think you're going into Death Valley and throwing for 623 yards if, if there's 94,000 people there as opposed to 20,000? No. Right? Like, we can go down the list of things. Uh, you know, don't tell me it hasn't had an impact. I mean, the Miami Heat are the lowest seed to make the NBA Finals in, like, 21 years or something like that. Right? Like, uh, it's, it's had an impact across the board. No asterisks, but impact. There is. There, there, there has been. Uh, it's just over the top, though, right now with the uh, with with the scoring. 
you know, over the top uh, with the scoring. So the Green Bay Packers did not have Devontae Adams. Didn't matter. Aaron Rodgers throws for 283 yards. Uh, beats the New Orleans Saints. And I think the Saints, and I said this at the beginning of the year, I said, I think the Saints are, are going to be a team that will be affected by not having fans. You know, like that Superdome, it's just, it's not the same. It really isn't. You know, like all fans are loud at every stadium, but it's not just loudness. It's like the environment, the vibe, the the history. You know what I mean? Like there, there's an aura about about certain stadiums with the crowd that doesn't exist when you're playing in an empty stadium. The intimidation factor is just not there. Uh, Green Bay. Uh, Matt LaFleur is now 16-3 and as a head coach in the regular season. Or I guess overall, actually, now. What was it? Uh, no, well, will you be uh, overall 18-3? and three? No, 19-4, and four, right? They won two playoff games last year. Um, or was it one playoff game? Whatever, <laughs> right? Alaford doesn't lose a lot. Regular season, he's 16 and three. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Uh, Green Bay gets it done. Seattle gets it done once again. We talked a lot about the game of the day, what we thought was going to be the game of the day. And listen, there were a lot of games of the day, but one of the, you know, the hyped up games was the West Coast versus East Coast, the Rams versus the Bills. They were both undefeated. And, you know, it's funny because Josh Allen. Um, you know, one of the most criticized quarterbacks in the National Football League and has been one of the most criticized quarterbacks over the last uh, three years in the NFL. It's funny how, like, um, the haters have so had so much to say before this kid even, like, you know, had a chance to, you know, to play and grow in the National Football League, yet how, like, ultra-successful he is right now Oh, like all the haters must be too busy, like trolling another player right now or something like that. You know, they must be too busy. I, I don't know. Like they must be too busy going and picking up mom's groceries for them or something um, yeah, in their mom's basement because I don't know. Like Josh Allen is thrown for uh, 300 plus yards in week one, 400 plus yards in week two, 300 yards again. Uh, oh, yeah, he threw four touchdown passes and, and ran for another one. I thought, and, oh, no, yeah, but it, oh, baby, he did that against the Jets. He did it against the Dolphins. Well, he just did it against the Rams. Right? He just, like, lit up the Rams. I told you guys when I handicapped this football game that the Rams were going to have a hard time keeping up with the Buffalo Bill offense. Now, the Buffalo Bill, you know, who would have thought that the Buffalo Bill strength would be their offense? But... Right now, the strength of their football team is their offense. Yet, you know, the old defense wins championships thing, yeah, yes and no. You know what I mean? It, you know, you, you have to score. Like, if you look at the National Football League and you look at teams that are successful in the postseason, there's not a lot of teams that score the old 17, 16 points a game, all right? New York Giants are scoring 13 points a game. How's that working out for them? They're worse. You're actually worse. There seems to be a pattern here of these these guys like Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. They take over these teams. They come in acting like they're king crap and oh, like they've, they've actually done something. Remember Matt Patricia walking around with the Roger Goodell clown T-shirt? Who's the clown, Patricia? I know you won today. And, and so what? I don't know if it was Brady Quinn doing the game. 
All right, what a job Matt Patricia's done keeping this thing together. What do you mean? He just won for like the fifth time in three years. So Arizona sucked today, and he won. Now, it doesn't mean he's a good coach, all right? He's a crappy coach. And Joe Judge is a disaster. The offense is pathetic. I didn't think the New York Giants could be a worse football team than they were last year. But, no, they've managed to do it. They've managed to do it. You know, and listen, I was wrong. I, I thought that they, you know, they could get some results. The New York Giants are a classic example of you can never um, confuse activity for achievement. All right? So, yeah, the Giants are working hard. What are you guys working hard at? Like sucking? Like what are you guys working hard at? Turning the ball over? Like rolling over? What are you, what are you exactly working hard at? Like, honestly, they were better with Shermer as the coach, and that guy was an idiot. Like, the New York Giants and the New York Jets, if you combine both rosters, they'd still be like 0-60. Sports Race Late Night continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Insert New York football giants or New York Jets. Listen, you can't even call the New York Giants like the football giants because they don't play football. All right? Like, you have to actually play football to be called the football giants. And another thing is, you know what? You're not giants. You know what the name of that team should be? The New York football midgets. That's what they are. You're not giants. You're midgets. All right. You're a, you know, like really, yeah, the giants. Like, where, 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 where in what world are you giants? Where in giant what? Like giant what? Like, I, I, like I don't understand. Like giantly bad, giantly useless. You lost to a bunch of four stringers, man. You might as well have lost to like an Ivy League team. Like you just lost to Columbia's like rec team. Bunch of like preps. Bunch of like preps, uh, prep boys from Long Island just beat you. Like honestly, I think you would lose to like a pickup rec team. I'm telling you, I bet you there's a bunch of jackass wannabe pros that play in some loser flag football league in the New York City area that like would beat you <laughs> at this point. Oh, I'm Joe Judge. What, what are you the judge of anyways? Like what are you judging? I, I tell you what, I'm judging you, and your team sucks, all right? You've gone backwards. Like, they were actually better last year. I don't know if it's, like, possible to be worse than the New York Giants, but the New York Jets actually are. Like, I don't know. Like, how do you have two teams in one city? Like, honestly, if you combine them both, like I told you, you combine both these teams, their, their points total, they're, they're like, they're still like 10th in the NFL. Like, I don't know who's a bigger like, embarrassment. Like, you know, we give the New York Jets like a pass because they're the Jets and they're supposed to be useless. But like the Jets are an embarrassment too. Like basically, 
Like, they shouldn't even be allowed. Like, just, you know, take take the New York off. You play in New Jersey anyways. But New Jersey don't, doesn't even want your name. Like the New York Giants. See, you mean the midgets. That division... That division is a disgrace and an embarrassment to football. Like, it's not even pro football. Like, the, the, I swear, the... The NFC East is worse than the SEC. Like, the Florida Gators would be in first place in this division. Like, I'm not, I've always said, like, over the years that college teams can't be pro teams. I was wrong. Like, <laughs> I was wrong. I, I, I've watched the NFC, I've watched the NFC least play football. Guys, the, so the, this division has played 12 games. They've won two games. Oh, we haven't even gotten to the Philadelphia Eagles yet. You guys are a bigger embarrassment than the New York teams because you're supposed to be good. Carson Wentz has major problems. Doug Peterson's lost. I guess it's good news. Like, good news, bad news for Philadelphia. Well, you didn't lose to a rookie. Uh, You didn't lose to the pathetic Cincinnati Bengals, but you didn't win either. Like I on like the, the the Philadelphia Eagles, like this this entire division is an embarrassment and a disgrace. They're now uh, this this entire division's two. Uh, well, what are they now? Two uh, two nine and one. Two wins, nine losses, and uh, and one tie. The Philadelphia Eagles. You can you, you tied the Cincinnati Bengals. You let Joe Burrow go up and down the field on your sorry asses. Like, that division is an embarrassment. They should be relegated to the MAC. Like, the New York, like, honestly, like, the New York Giants should be playing, like, against Rutgers. Like, to build their confidence. But I don't even know if you beat Rutgers. Like, I don't know. You want to talk, what is it about football in the New York, New Jersey area just sucking so hard? Like, yeah, oh, my God, you got Rutgers. Rutgers blow. The Jets suck. The Giants suck. The only good team in the state of New York and in the New York area, the Buffalo Bills. I tell people all the time, there's room on the wagon. You want to get on? Our boy Ventura is on the wagon. Sports Grids Ventura, he's on the wagon. He knows. uh, New York's York's only team, the Buffalo Bills, because nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. A wild game. They blew a big lead. (laughs) Like, listen, Josh Allen... Josh Allen is killing it right now. Like, they, you know, the kid is absolutely killing it. You know, Josh Allen has now rushed for 19 touchdowns in his young career. In three years, he's got 19 touchdowns. It's the second most in NFL history through uh, three years. Cam Newton, number one. All Josh Allen keeps doing is, like, breaking records, like, every week. And uh, now next week, the Buffalo Bills get the Raiders, which is a very winnable game for them, especially without fans. Buffalo Bills undefeated uh, after today's uh, victory. The Green Bay Packers still undefeated. Seattle are still undefeated. 
the Pittsburgh Steelers got a scare today, but uh, they remain undefeated. Tennessee. Tennessee's playing good football. But there's 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 quite a few. There's some good football teams out there right now. And, you know, in most years, you would say, well, a team is 0-3 or a team is 1-2, and, and you can sort of deal, you know, you can sort of deal, um, you know, deal with the reality of the situation that they're in big trouble. But this year is different. Like, you know, weird things are going to happen, guys. I mean, we've seen a million injuries already. You know the injuries are going to continue. Amazingly enough, COVID, I don't even want to bring it up, but uh, the whole virus thing hasn't affected the National Football League at all. Uh, as far as players are concerned, it's not nothing like college where we're seeing there's a ton of cancellations. The Pittsburgh Steelers get the job done today. Cleveland Browns get the job done today. And um, I know we got Brown fans tuning in asking me about the Browns in our chat. Shout out to the Brown fans. And listen, if you're the Browns, you're two and one. Has it been pretty all the time? No. But does it matter? No. You're winning football games. And clearly, unlike, like, you know, look, look at some of these other teams, man. Like, look at the New York Giants. Like, the New York Giants made a coaching change. They're worse. They're not better. They're worse. Like I, I, dude, I don't know what's going on with uh, with Daniel Jones, man. Like this kid is regressing by the day. He's getting worse by the minute. All right. And I don't know if Joe Judge is the answer, to, like to correct this guy. You know, Eric Bieniemy should have been hired. Let's just be real. Eric Bieniemy, you've got you've got Saquon Barkley, you got Daniel Jones, you've got all those wide receivers. And you bring in uh, some guy that just wants to yell at everybody. Like, why, in a modern NFL where you need a creative mind. Like, you know, like, just yelling and, and this old school, like, practice hard stuff. It's not just going to win for you, man. You need some creativity, all right? And, you know, the Giants, you know, because Joe Judge interviewed well. Well, good. I hope he interviews well at his next job because uh, whatever. You're going to be out of work eventually. Like, Gettleman's a clown. Gettleman in this end, you know, like, honestly, it's really amazing, isn't it, that the New York, both New York football teams, like, literally, they might be battling for the worst, like, the the number one pick in the league. And they both have young quarterbacks. The Philadelphia Eagles are another story. Like, the the Eagles, they're going nowhere. Like, this division is a train wreck. It's an embarrassment. Um, you know, at least Washington have some spirit. You know, Washington aren't supposed to be good. The the Giants, like, honestly, the Giants, you guys lost. Like, I, I can't, like, even, even during the game, San Francisco kept losing players every couple of minutes. Like, every, every couple of minutes, another guy would be down for San Francisco. Like, you literally lost to third and fourth stringers, and you didn't just lose. Like, you got your ass handed to you. Like, basically, the San Francisco Giants practice squad, the practice roster, beat the crap out of the New York Giants. Like, is there a better way of putting it? Like, we're talking, like, we're, we're talking third stringers, four stringers. I'm not even exaggerating. I'm not even exaggerating. Like I, uh, it, 
to get blown out. It's one thing, all right, you're going to lose, you know, you lost the game, it's tough, and, you know, it was a close game. It wasn't a close game. You got absolutely smoked. <laughs> you got absolutely smoked. Like, you couldn't stop Nick Mullins. You couldn't stop, um, you couldn't stop Wilson. So the 49ers, the 49ers beat the New York Giants without their starting quarterback, starting running back, their backup running back, their first string tight end, their second string tight end. All right, so look, they got beat by a second string quarterback, a third string running back, a third string tight end. I could go on. Like, this is what the 49ers were missing today. QB1, RB1, RB2, tight end one, tight end two, wide receiver one, cornerback one, cornerback two, cornerback four, defensive end one, defensive end three, defensive end four, defensive end five, linebacker two, wide receiver four, wide receiver five, cornerback one. Two last to a practice roster. You know, like Brett Favre and his loser buddies playing uh, football in Wrangler Gene commercials would beat your sorry ass. Portraits late night, bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Hey, wait a second. What are you doing? You're not betting. You know he's not supposed to bet. Come on, Jerry. It's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But it's a lock. No. Portrait's late night. I am Renzi. Vent your rage. As um, there's a lot of rage to be vented uh, this evening. Although, I should say, we had a profitable day. We had a profitable uh, day today. Uh, we hammered the uh, the Miami Heat tonight. We hit the over. We hit the in-game. In-game bets were very good to us today. We made seven in-game uh, bets, and uh, we won six of them. Uh, we were hammering the in-game quarterback props. We'll get into it a little bit. We'll uh, share the recipe for success uh, with the quarterback props, in-game uh, quarterback props. Um, but it, it really was a wild day in the National Football League. I want to get into some NBA. We're going to get into the baseball. We'll set the playoff matchups. We've got some early uh, series prices uh, for you. Tony Finn's going to step up and in. Uh, we'll do Pete Annapolis tomorrow. Um, we'll talk. We'll get into the NBA Finals. we got the numbers uh, for the NBA Finals. Uh, but the Atlanta Falcons, man. Like, really? Like, it's not even funny anymore. Like, it, it, it's, you know, like, honestly, what do, you, what do you do? Like, if you're the Atlanta Falcons, like, what, what, what do you do at this point? Like... Like, I, I, you know, I almost feel sorry for them, but I can't feel sorry for them because they screwed me. And in fact, I had a money line parlay with the Falcons, the Eagles, and the Colts. <laughs> that, that's great. I won one, I tied one, and I lost one. Yeah, that worked out. Like, if the Falcons, even with the Eagles tie, I still would have won the parlay. You know what I mean? It would have paid a little less, but it still would have been plus money. Um, 
like just a complete disgrace. Like you're like a real embarrassment. Like I don't like I don't know, man. Like I don't know. Like honestly, like I know Arthur Blank. Like he made his money from a uh, Home Depot, right? Like, like do the employees at Home Depot get like as many second and third and thirteen chances as Dan Quinn do? Like if you work at like uh, if you work at Home Depot and like you know there's like eight million dollars missing, is he just gonna say it's all right? Like is he the nicest guy ever in the world? Is he the nicest guy ever in the world? Like I you know what? Like he must be. Like Mr. Arthur Blank. Like can you get a nicer a nicer man than Mr. Arthur Blank? The fact that he hasn't fired Dan Quinn yet. And listen, I don't even know. Like is it all Dan Quinn's fault? No. But whatever, man, I can't fire 53 players. I can't trade 53 players. Matt Ryan's gutless, man. Like, he really is. Let's just be real. Like, we, we can pick on, we can pick on, um, we, we can pick on Dan Quinn all we want. Like, you know, Matt Ryan, like his nick Matt Ryan. What's his nickname? Matty Ice? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't think it's a good thing to be called Ice. Like, yeah, you're cold. Yeah, you, you know, It's not like you have ice in your veins, bro. You're a choker. Like you, you, yeah, Matty Ice. Like yeah, Matty Ice, as in you're cold. His nickname should be Mister uh, First Half. Hey, there's First Half Ryan. Guy's a great, great first half quarterback. Matt Ryan might have the best first half record in the history of football. And you know what? I don't know who's stupider, the Falcons for continuously blowing these leads all the time, or me for betting on them, or me for betting on them. I think we're all to blame on this one. Like, you can't even make it up anymore. Like, basically, like, the Falcons, betting on the Falcons is just basically like a relationship, like, you know what I mean? Where, like, you know, you're just fighting all the time, and eventually it's just like both of you have your hands over your head. You're like, all right, we can't do this anymore. Like, like if you're the Atlanta Falcons, like, you know, what do you do? Like, like honestly. Like, you guys are good enough to get up every game and be up by double digits. That's a good thing. Bad thing is you can't hang on to the lead. To the Chicago Bears, man. Nick Foles comes in and saves the day, and the Bears are 3-0. and <laughs> The Bears, think about that. The Bears are tied for first place still. The Bears are undefeated. It's crazy, crazy world, man. Crazy, crazy world. All right, so the NBA NBA finals are set. Starts on Wednesday. I think it's going to be a hell of a series. Uh, FanDuel has the number posted. LA Lakers minus five in game one. Total 217 and a half. NBA final series price. FanDuel. Los Angeles Lakers minus 370. Miami Heat plus 290. Now, it seems like I say this before every series about talking about teams playing with the Lakers. I think they just, this team can play with them. <laughs> but let's be real. Miami are the best team the Lakers have played. They, this will be the toughest test for the Los Angeles Lakers. Like, the Miami Heat are better than the Denver Nuggets. The Miami Heat are better than the Portland Trailblazers. They're better than the Houston Rockets. This will be the toughest test. The Miami Heat are playing great basketball right now. And there's some great storylines. 
you know, you got LeBron and and hard to believe it's his tenth finals. That's insane. Um, you got LeBron in his tenth finals playing against uh, one of his former teams here. And I'll tell you what, there was not a lot of love lost between um, Pat Riley and LeBron on the way out. If you're, you know, it didn't, it didn't end greatly in Miami. You know, LeBron, that was LeBron's thing in those days. Like he wouldn't tell anyone what he was doing all the time. Like remember when he did the whole, I'm going, taking my talents to South Beach. He kind of like did the same thing on the way out to them. Like, in fact, like, he basically told Pat Riley to draft Shabazz Napier. And Pat Riley did, and then LeBron left, like, five days later. <laughs> he left He left a couple of days after, right after the draft. He ended up leaving. And Riley was very upset. He was like, I wasn't going to draft this guy. Like, yeah, I mean, LeBron told me to draft him, and I thought LeBron was staying type thing. So it didn't end. It didn't end great there. And then not to mention you got Pat Riley just you know taking on his the Lakers team. You got Eric Spolstra. You know there's legacies at stake uh, here. But to me the Miami Heat match up extremely well uh, with the Los Angeles Lakers. As you know the difference, man, is is Bam, Bam uh, Adebayo. This guy, this kid's just unbelievable, man. He's unbelievable and. He's going to be matching up with Anthony Davis, a matchup of Kentucky Wildcats. A matchup of Kentucky Wildcats. And as good as AD is, Bam is tougher. Like, AD's soft, man. Look at the lack of rebounds with AD. He doesn't want to go in the paint. Every time he gets touched, he acts like he got shot. You know, the Miami Heat physicality, I think, is going to be an issue for the Los Angeles Lakers. Jimmy Butler and LeBron's going to be a fun battle. It's a listen, man. I think it's more evenly matched of a series than what the odds makers are saying, personally. And I'll tell you, there's some higher prices out there. Like FanDuel's got the, uh, the this is as low as I've seen the Lakers. The Lakers are like minus 450 in Vegas right now, West Coast, right? So East Coast got uh, got the Lakers at minus 370, but that's a lower number. Uh, if you like the Lakers, Lakers laying five. We'll have time to break it down. Tips off on Wednesday. But what a monster week we have coming up this week, man. As uh, we've got the Major League Baseball playoffs. Major League Baseball uh, playoffs uh, start on Tuesday. First game up, the Houston Astros and the Minnesota Twins at 2 o'clock uh, Eastern. Then Chicago and Oakland start at 3 o'clock Eastern. Toronto Blue Jays and the Tampa Bay Rays start at 5 o'clock Eastern. And then the New York Yankees and the Cleveland Indians start at 7 o'clock Eastern. Major League Baseball Series prices. The Tampa Bay Rays, minus 210. Toronto Blue Jays, plus 170. It's Rays versus Jays. Uh, Rays versus Jays. Uh, you got Ryu versus uh, Snell uh, in game one. That's uh, that's that's what we're looking at uh, here. Listen, I'll tell you what, man. The Blue Jays are a dangerous team right now, all right? Like, if you're Tampa, 
Tampa is a better team than Toronto is, but when you get into a three-game series, man, like it's literally like you win two games in a row, you win the series. And any team is capable of winning two games in a row against anybody. So uh, to me, you know, if I can talk myself into an underdog selection, I will when I'm looking at these series prices. Like, and you know, thing thing with the Blue Jays, I don't think the I don't think the Rays have a ton of pressure on them. Like, the Rays don't have the same amount of pressure on them that the Dodgers do. The Rays don't have the same amount of pressure on them as the Yankees do, right? Like, they're the Tampa Bay Rays. Like, if they choke, they choke. No one cares. So, I think the Rays, you know, aren't going to be an uptight baseball team. But at the same point in time, like, the Blue Jays are playing with house money. All right. The Blue Jays never thought they were going to be in the playoffs this year. Uh, and now, you know, with the expanded playoff, it was different. I mean, don't forget, they they announced this stuff like the day before the season started, guys. Oh, yeah, by the way, 16 teams can make the playoffs. Huh? Right? So I thought the Jays were going to compete in a, even in like an 80-game season or a little longer, a 100-game season. But now, listen, the Jays are they're swinging a hot bat. You know, you got Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He's hot right now. It's only a couple of games. Ryu's a stud. He can beat anybody. I think the Jays are, are live dogs. I think the Jays are very live dogs against Tampa. The Oakland Athletics are minus 135 against the White Sox. White Sox plus 110. And yeah, I, I know the White Sox are a trendy pick. Our boy Kyle in Atlanta, I see, is uh, liking the White Sox. Um... I don't think I don't see it. I think the I think the Oakland Athletics are going to beat them. Oakland have experience, man. Oakland have been in big games before. The White Sox haven't. The White Sox stumble down the stretch. I don't like this matchup for them. And in fact, I think it's a fair price for the Oakland Athletics at minus one thirty-five. So to recap, the Rays are minus two ten. The Blue Jays are plus one seventy. The Athletics are minus one thirty-five. The White Sox are plus one ten. Scheduled pitchers, Lucas Giolito versus TBD. <laughs> Oakland, undecided, to be determined. From what we're seeing right now, game one pitching matchups, Houston at Minnesota, Zach Greinke and Kenta Maeda. Greinke and Maeda. Giolito versus to be determined for the Oakland Athletics. The Jays are sending uh, Ryu to the hill against Blake Snell. And the Yankees and the Tribe is a uh, monster, like a, a monster matchup of aces here in which we've got Garrett Cole taking on Shane Bieber. Yankees, Yankees and the Tribe. It's going to be a fun series. So American League prices, Tampa Bay Rays, minus 210. Jays, plus 170. Athletics, minus 135. White Sox, plus 110. Minnesota Twins, minus 120. Astros, plus 100. Indians, plus 110. Yankees, minus 135. We'll get to the National League numbers and give you our thoughts on these series uh, prices and more. Sports Race Late Night continues.
sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Portrait late night. I am Gabriel Morenci. Talking NFL, talking NBA, talking Major League Baseball. Tony Finn's going to step up and in at level two. We'll get into the Monday nighter. We've got a monster uh, Monday night uh, matchup. The Baltimore Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs will uh, crunch the numbers, take a look at the props, and uh, everything else in between. Right now, we're just getting you, uh, uh, getting you some early Major League Baseball series prices uh, right now. American League, Rays minus 210 versus the Blue Jays plus 170. Uh, the A's are minus 135 series favorites over the Chicago White Sox. The Minnesota Twins are minus 120 over the um, the Houston Astros. And the Cleveland Indians are plus 110 against the New York Yankees, for the record. Um, I think the Blue Jays are worth a shot. I think the Blue Jays can beat the Rays. I think the A's are going to beat the White Sox. I think the Twins will beat the Astros. And although I would like uh, a little bit more uh, payback on the Cleveland uh, Indians against the New York Yankees, uh, but I think the Yankees are going to choke. I think the Yankees will choke. Cleveland's hot right now. Cleveland had their ups and downs this year, but they're a resilient bunch. Ramirez is on fire. They've got better pitching than the Yankees uh, overall. I, I don't think Cleveland are intimidated by them. Listen, it's a toss-up. It's going to be a fun series, man. All these series are going to be cool, but uh, I think the Indians can beat the Yankees. National League series is Los Angeles Dodgers play the Brewers. The Dodgers are minus 300 versus the Brewers. The Atlanta Braves get the Cincinnati Reds. The Braves, home field, minus 125 versus the Reds. Uh, the Cubs... Minus 190 series uh, favorites over the upstart Miami Marlins. And San Diego. Wow, San Diego, not only in the playoffs, but actually minus 175 favorite against the St. Louis Cardinals. And, you know, listen, man, San Diego's been a great story this year, but we've seen this grip before. All St. Louis does in the playoffs is just win. You're getting the Cardinals plus money. You can't. It's you know it doesn't matter how overmatched they are. Sports tricks like I can't take this. 